Hello, and welcome back to Leviathan News. We're about to have a nice debate about uh, DAO governance, because while we all kind of are in this space, we kind of do a lot of hand-waving sometimes <laughs> when it comes to the whole DAO issue. Uh, we tend to think that a couple people with some multi-sig sitting off in a room somewhere uh, is is actually governance, right? And uh, there's many different layers of DAO governance that we're uh, kind of working with on a day-to-day -day basis, especially in DeFi. And we're not really aware of like how all the systems work. So today we have CVG Wireshark on uh, from Convergence to come in and help us out to better understand this. So so welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Hey. So um, I think like to to start off this conversation, I think like, DAOs and DAO governance like can refer to like so many different things, right? And especially in this like era of DeFi that we're in, like DAO governance can mean everything from like, you know, this like sort of soft subjective control over the company in the same way that shareholders have control over a, a company. Sorry, the, the uh, DAO, the token holders have control over a DAO, just like the shareholders have control over a company. But then we have this like very crypto native stuff, which is things like voting on uh, token emissions or voting on um, DeFi parameters like, you know, PSM rates or that kind of thing. And so um, I, I think it's important that like when we're talking about DAOs, like we make sure that like we specify which piece of this conversation that um, we're coming at. But CVG Wireshark, um, with that being said, like, can you give us a brief kind of like state of the nation on like what you see when you see DAOs, like how healthy you think the DAO ecosystem is and like, where do you think are the exciting things and where do you think the things that are like, we're really kidding ourselves? Um, yep. Uh, well, f first of all, I think, um, I actually think that DAOs that has um, financial incentive linked to the governance uh, process are, well, usually more successful as a DAO, I would say. Um, so obviously, I don't know how all the uh, ecosystem works. I, I know that some um, some protocol have um, much deeper process than than some mm -hmm. other. Obviously, um, well, I'm obviously mostly uh, <laughs> interested in, into the into the curve ecosystem, mm -hmm. um, and I think that what uh, yeah, curve is a great example uh, of uh, how to create um, a system which is. Operating in a decentralized way uh, and 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 with the right financial incentive to align uh, users' interests. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think DAO, yeah, as you said, it's uh, like it represents a lot of stuff. Um, and I think to properly organize, um, well, human beings uh, <laughs> between each other, we need um, we need kind of constraint environment within within DAO and within the the, the decision making process, etc. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, if it's if it's linked to um, financial incentive, um, it tends to align more players' interest, um, and um, and then going from there, we we can probably uh, create some some cool stuff. So so yeah, in my opinion, <clears throat> um, governance should be uh, yeah linked to um, financial stuff to to be properly yeah. operated. I don't particularly like to like uh, pick on protocols or like call people out, but like I'll, I'll I'll take a shot at the biggest target, which makes it okay, right? Like I think what you're saying is that the type of governance that does not make sense is like whatever Uniswap is doing, right? Which is 
there's a token and there's a forum and like, I guess there's voting. I don't know. But at the end of the day, there's no real like hard link between what you can do with a token and like what happens in the real world. And I think what you're saying is that is um, what leads to unhealthy and like not real DAO behaviors. Is that? Yeah, 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 de definitely. Uniswap is definitely a, a great example. Um, and, and I think like it should be like it may be fine in some some way, like if uh, a protocol is operated by the, the core team and it, it may be fine until like until it's not <laughs> until it's not right. Mm -hmm. uh, but like uh, also it depends on the on the state of the protocol and the, and the project. Obviously, I think centralization and decision making uh, being concentrated within the hand of uh, yeah, core team and, 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 and a small group of, of people at the beginning is uh, much more LC and it, it, it basically allow you to operate. For, for example, uh, Frax is taken as an example of uh, quite high centralization uh, protocol operated through multi-sig extra. But however, um, I, I think they, well, I personally think that's a personal view, but um, they're taking the right direction. Uh, and like to execute properly a vision, if you if you let too much decision in, in, in the DAO hands, it's, it's never going to operate properly um, and things will not happen basically. So it's hard to find like a, a, a good equilibrium between these things, I believe. But we're, we're on the way. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I definitely, I think um, that this comment has come up a few times in the last couple of months of Leviathan News, but like the, when you're thinking about designing DAOs, like, you're, like the, the real question is like how much automatic um, deterministic decision-making like touches the chain, right? And like, again, picking on Uniswap, right? Like there almost nothing actually touches the chain. And so like whatever happens in governance, um, like we believe in good faith that it might be tied to what happens, but like it's not deterministic. And the complete opposite side of that spectrum is Beanstalk. Right. And mm -hmm. is like that shows like the true dangers of what can happen, like completely on chain. And so I'm wondering if uh, Wireshark, you or anyone else on this call, like has some good like heuristics or rubrics or just like thoughts on what types of things are safe to um, be allowed to like the merciless determinism of Ethereum and what kind of things uh, like really need to like remain in human hands, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, any other guy want to answer this one? <laughs> well, you're the guest. You can go first while these guys try to come up with something. Yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't think much about this question. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm most focused on the, I would say, the, the primary layer of, of, of things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, uh, that's why I asked if someone wants to take this one. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't really think about that question to uh, give you like a proper, uh, yeah. proper answer. Well, okay. Well, maybe that was too broad of a question, but... Um... You guys have anything, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like, so I, I think the question that you're talking about is what we've all been kind of grappling with. Um, you know, I, I think the, you know, how do, how do you connect the on-chain to the off-chain really is what you're asking, right? Yeah, and, and just where DAO decision-making is appropriate and where it's not. Yeah. Personally, I think that at the current uh, state of DAOs, people are not, uh, like... If you're, uh, if you're interested enough, you'll become so entrenched in it that it won't be like uh, the DAO governance that we uh, think of. You will actually become some kind of a contributor uh, to the DAO if you're really active and you want to actually participate with all kinds of it. 
Uh, on the other hand, I think that most people, when they want to participate in DAO governance, what they actually want is a governance token uh, mm-hmm. that allows them to benefit from the DAO and also take part in like some decisions. But honestly, I think that most people don't really want to be voting a lot on uh, on uh, DAOs because I, I think uh, unless you want to, to actually be a contributor in a DAO because it interests you so much or you're uh, connected to the community there or the idea or the vision or whatever I think that mostly what you want is uh, to hear and there like maybe express your mind on the things which are usually financial at, at this time at least and uh, for the most part from what I see uh, like basic and normal users They don't care. They mostly just want you to uh, their financial uh, as the financial aspect to be maximized by uh, by yeah. the government. Yeah, I strongly agree. Um, I think what we see is that naturally um, we, we see some kind of yeah layers uh, within, within the protocol. We, we see some kind of um, yeah layers of governance that uh, pops up, meaning that at the let's say at a higher level you'll have the discussion with. Um, teams and, and DAO contributor and people who really understand what's going on uh, in the background and, and who do understand, for example, if we change this parameter, how, we, how it's going to uh, impact uh, the protocol, etc. So you'll have like high level discussion. Um, and, and yeah, I think basically the, the yeah, naturally it's self-organizing with several layers of discussion. Uh, but yeah, in the end, critics decision always, I mean, most of the time it ends up with um, team decision. basically yeah well uh, the famous meme right of like uh, god i can't i am not going to be able to describe this but it's like essentially like dow vote and it's like 50 50 and then it's like founder votes and then it goes up to like 99 one yeah <laughs> there isn't that the dow founder holds all the tokens <laughs> it, it, the joke there is that like once you get signaling from the founder like the rest of the community piles on. And so like it, it really like draws into question, like what is the point of this decision making process? Um, and so I think uh, I think fair point there. Getting a, like a little bit closer to what you guys do at Convergence and like the, the more interesting part of um, DAO governance, like one of the things that I think is like very interesting but also like a little bit worrying is like in this dynamic that has been created by curve and then convex and vodium and like this whole process like we've created a system where if you want to be active and like you need the assets um like there's a lot of value in that and like participating in curve governance is great but what most of us do is buy the assets lock it and then use vodium and that's like very passive very in the background and like I don't know there, there's something about that that's almost like um like anathemic to like the whole concept of the ve token in the first sorry the ve token voting in the first place and so um i just wondering do you have any thoughts of like as we design these systems if we build like a huge automated component um does that like change what we're doing at all and like introduce any risks um financial or otherwise um That's a yeah, good question. Um, well, I, regarding uh, adding layers and, and like systemic mm-hmm. risk, uh, I think that, well, I'm, I'm not going to say that the, the, the market is efficient. Uh, however, there is a strong natural selection uh, within a ecosystem and what needs to be shut down will be shut down really quickly. 
Um, of course, we can see some stuff with systemic risk, uh, mm -hmm. but the, the market kind of cure itself and yeah, shit happens uh, and <laughs> shit, shit will happen again, uh, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but yeah, regarding the, the, first, um, the first part of the question, um, like how can I say this? Um, yeah, I think that the 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 what Curve built it, um, the the interesting stuff about Curve it's that it basically has a layer of governance, uh, a layer, a social layer. Sorry, um, a social layer that basically can be transformed into what Convex did primarily. Um, and, and once again, I think those behavior of okay, there is some socialization to be made to uh, outperform or the player yield, uh, optimize revenue, etc. Um, I mean, if we let some place for these things to grow, it will grow naturally once again. And um, talking about, yeah, everyone, I, I wish like everyone uh, to be involved within governance and project extra, but like naturally it's, it just doesn't happen. Like if you, if you take, for example, election, a lot of people just don't give a fuck about voting anymore. Yeah. So like it, it tends to be, um, yeah, it tends to follow, I would say a, a natural uh, behavior among, among human beings of, Okay, we, we, it's not necessarily that we need a leader, uh, but we need people who do the stuff for us and we just chill and get the yield. And that's what most people want, actually. So it feels like the sort of paradox of governance tokens, which is that these things derive their value in theory from the ability to vote. But if no one's voting, then what's the value of most of these governance tokens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we introduced bribes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's, we had this consideration in mind when, when we built it convergence. Um, and, and that's why kind of we have this uh, this locking mechanism where we can lock either for governance or for yield. Uh, and if we if you go one hundred percent for yield, um, well, you, you you're not going to have governance, and governance will be totally abstract from from your position. So yeah. So sorry. Just while we're before we walk away too far from my question, like to Wireshark and to to all of us who are like pretty like educated and invested in this system like let's imagine a steady state like end game where um like if we if we see a world where let's say like you know of the convex that's uh vote locked 95 percent just is automatically on vodium and um like votes just based on what they're whatever based on vodium and only five percent is active is that a healthy system or is that a problematic system um, it's obviously uh, a problematic system in theory, uh, but yet, well, obviously, um, competition is competition is kind of rising. You, we have Paladin Vote, for example, which is doing a great job. Um, mm -hmm. We have Aiden for um, for Aura as well, mm -hmm. uh, and we, we can see competition between like a bright platform. Um, but overall, the it's like. Um, yeah, I mean, like the, the 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 governance, it's just an upper layer, and then people will fight for mm -hmm. for for CVX. And yeah, of course, if ninety five people delegate to Votium, that's definitely a problem. Um, but yeah, the, we we just had layers of governance of a, of a layers of of governance, and as long as one layer is not too much centralized within the end of one people, well, I think it's fine. Obviously, it's never going to be perfect, uh, but mm -hmm. we're going to iterate, and and we have this um, particularity within the Curve ecosystem, which is that um, yeah, protocol or broadly open kind of to build on top and there is always place to build new product innovate and, and try to get share of the market like we, we saw it with cleaver for example who got mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. a lot of cvx pyrex etc so yep anybody what about you guys do you agree 95 percent on vodium is it bad news bears <laughs> 
well not necessarily like yeah. I, I like oh, let me draw the analogy to like the u.s elections where like we have this power to vote that many people like fought and died for um you know shed a lot of blood for it and half the people don't vote but it's still an option to vote if there is candidates that like have their interests right so like i could see people being like all right let me delegate to voting until something i care about comes along at which point i can withdraw my vote and then um and then cast a vote it's all right. It's been a long time since I set all my stuff up. Do you, can you undelegate from Vodium mid, mid lock? I like, think you, I think you can. I'm not sure though, but I think you can. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so yeah, Garrett, that's spot on then. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe what Garrett, what you're saying is that like, it's like voter apathy is like a vote in of itself, right? Like if, if you're not voting in the U S election or the Vodium election, it's a way of saying like, I just don't care what's on the ballot right now. So. Well, I'm I not... actually think it's even cool, like better than that. Cause like, Voter apathy is a vote for sure. I agree with you on that. But like in U.S. or in real world elections, you like there's no just like autopilot vote. Like I like agree with just the way we're going. And, and you know, for U.S. elections, maybe nobody wants that. But, but you do, right? You you vote for your representative, right? And then they carry out your autopilot. No, no, but you still have to show up and vote. To yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. But like vote still like. Vote. I think I you can't we'll, assign your vote to someone else. I can't say yeah, Rex vote exactly. for me. Yeah, exactly. but we're getting, I think we're heading towards there. I think we're getting eventually towards like a representative system where like you'll what? vote for, you'll essentially delegate your, your voting power to, to somebody else who can vote for you. You see this in a lot of protocols, right? Like in ENS and uh, safe and a bunch oh, of yeah, other ones. That's what we're saying is that yeah. crypto has this new property of delegating voting. And that's, I think that's more interesting than like, Garrett's so right. Apathy is a vote, but like it's a toxic mm -hmm. vote. Whereas like the Vodium style like delegation is like I I can like put my weight somewhere without being an active participant. Imagine imagine if we just doled out like a one voting power token to each US citizen. Oh and... yeah. You know I want to know what that results in? What's that? Elon <laughs> Musk president. He, probably. Well, no, no, he's not. He's not U.S. born, so it's not going to happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you, you have voting tokens. You buy them all. No, no, you can't buy them. They're they're like soul bound or whatever, right? But then like uh, each person. Let me introduce you to Vodium. Yeah, you can sell them. Each person, each person, like just delegates their token towards their preferred candidates, and they're able to like undelegate and shift to somewhere else, uh, anytime that they want to. So you have like a fluid and dynamic, uh, representation system where like you may have some incumbents that just stay there forever because people like them or as soon as something flips they can get swapped out in an instant right it's kind of weird that we like it's kind of weird that in this modern digital age we have elections every four years right yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean you could make an argument that the point of the four years is to give the guy like some time to get shit done <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you can like take the whole system in consideration like do you really have time to do like meaningful shit in, in four years uh, oh, and, then, and then another guy will, will like undo what you just did and, exactly. and go another like, doesn't make it yeah it's not america it's worldwide sir <laughs> well <laughs> hey honest. not in russia or china <laughs> yeah yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um let's talk about like what convergence is doing in order to solve this like i know that a big part of this is about capital efficiency and like wh where does I guess first, like, where is the problem in the like DAO structure, and then two, like, what, how are you fixing it? 
Um, well, tough question, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, well, uh, DAO structure it depends on it depends on the on the, on the protocol, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the goal of convergence is um, to yeah facilitate uh, not only the governance process but the all uses of uh, protocol we're going to aggregate. Um, so obviously the um, Let's just be honest. The, the 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 main focus is, is on capital efficiency, obviously. So create liquid lockers for mm-hmm. uh, governance asset of aggregated protocol, boost yields, um, and obviously, yeah, we'll had a layer of governance, um, meaning that uh, we we have this locking primitive called MGCVG that will gather all the meta governance that that will accrue uh, within convergence. Um, and yeah, the the idea is mostly to create a hub. For um, for play of, of the ecosystem, it may be retail users, it may be DAOs, uh, to have a place where they can operate governance over various protocol without having to um, yeah process the <clears throat> like perform the process on each protocol uh, independently. Um, so yeah, basically the, the the goal by having this layer that can perform um, I would say agnostic aggregation um, and and delegate the, the governance power that accrues in the protocol to. Uh, CVG holders, uh, we're creating yeah second layer of, of governance, uh, and mm-hmm. that, that should in theory facilitate the the process of operating um, over aggregated protocol in just one place. Yeah, you know what I think is like a very interesting um, result of I don't know the, how we got here, but um, I do f- like pioneered by Convex, and then you know seen yes. it as like what you're doing and like what a few other people are doing. Like we we do see that like it looks like the evolution of um, governance is to like really on a smart contract level, separate the um, financial ramifications with the voting ramifications and then try to value those separately. And I think um, I don't, I don't have any comments on if that's good or bad, but I think it's interesting. And I think, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, anyway, the, the idea is that by separating those, if the protocol is successful, uh, VCVG will have a bright market on top, and MGCVG, depending on aggregated protocol, may have uh, a bright market for each protocol aggregated. Um, mm-hmm. So, I- in the end, uh, the voting side, like going for VCVG, MGCVG, may end up with uh, an APR coming from bribes. Um, and then, yeah, we- we'll see what the game theory we, we do on top of that. Uh, I think it will be mm-hmm. yeah I- interesting to observe, definitely. But yeah, I, I can say like uh, <laughs> I can say with one hundred percent certainty that yeah, it's gonna work. No worries. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. And it, so, who are the, uh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, who do you see as the natural users of uh, convergence? Like, uh, who's yeah. your audience? Who are you actually going uh, after, or who, uh, for whom it's like going to be in your mind the easiest choice to just say, eh, "I better, uh, I better go with convergence. They offer a better deal for me." Uh, yeah. Whether yeah. it's on capital efficiency or whatever. Yeah, well, obviously, given the complexity of the product, uh, we address to Tijins, mostly. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the, the product addressed to, to DAOs, uh, once again, holding a locked position in VCVG and GCVG may allow a DAO protocol, uh, well, to basically benefit from, from the governance. So, for example, if we uh, aggregate a protocol that has native Gojes uh, and, like, uh, another player is interested within Goge vote, it will be able to go through convergence, um, cast his gauche vote through meta governance and benefit from potential other um, other governance over other protocol um so yeah the the, the pro I mean the governance board definitely addressed to uh industry players like DAOs, like protocols etc 
Um, and then we have this locking primitive called YSVG, yield sharing CVG. And this one, it's um, the, the computing is a bit, is a bit like VECB, uh, VCRV, uh, but it's not time diluted. Like the, the, the balance doesn't decrease, it remains the same until the end of the lock. Uh, so a passive user, he, he won't have to relock over and over to keep his claim yeah. maximum. Uh, and so that address really to passive users who just want to lock, uh, get the get the yield and, and chill. That's it. So um, that's that's why we had this. We have this design um, uh, that separate governance and yield to address more players' interest. Um, yeah, because like obviously, governance is mostly for thousand big players, um, while uh, the YSCVG thing is more much more for um, retails. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think that the trend we're seeing here is just like we're seeing every DeFi protocol vertically integrate. I think like the like the true alpha or like the way to win in the governance game is to like understand that, that you need to go cross protocol and um, and like you need to figure out like what is the reason people are buying these tokens like yeah. to, to deepen liquidity. And then you need to like show people like we can deepen liquidity all across DeFi, not just like, hey, we can do it on Curve slightly better than if you bought Curve directly. Yeah, 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 great. Cool. <laughs> well, CVG Wireshark, thank you so much for this great discussion, for teaching us a little bit about Curvins, and yeah, man, just helping us figure out uh, that that like very blurry line between like what is like real and like cool and changing the world and changing what's possible and like what is like a crappy paint job on a scam. So thank you so much, CVG Wire Cirque. And um, yeah, man, uh, where, yeah. where can people find you? Thank you very much, gentlemen. Much appreciated. Take care, guys. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Goodbye, sir. See ya.